Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is October's very owned, the only podcast. Uh, that we know of that talks exclusively about Drake. This is Dan Ozzy from Noisy, and next to me is Noisy's editor-in-chief, Eric Sunderman. Hello. How are you? F- mental health check. We've been doing this for a few hours now. How do you feel? I'm feeling good. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy to be back in the Drake chamber. The Drake cave? Yeah, the Drake yeah. cave. Here we are it, talking about this man, the sixth god. Um, Can I ask you a question? Yes. Are you? Are you dreaming about Drake? Uh, not yet, but okay. I imagine we'll get there. Okay, I am, but I, I was before we started the podcast. Right. Yeah, he just holds me. Mm-hmm. He holds, and then me. I wake up alone right. and I, <laughs> yeah. I get very sad. That sounds good. But, it sounds uh, like really healthy. Yeah, it sounds like you don't have any deep seated <laughs> no, issues no. or anything going on. Maybe they will come out over yeah. the next month. Um, um, but yeah, every episode that we do where we keep our brains intact, yeah, to me is a victory. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and today we're dragging yet another guest into our Drake. Uh, monthly, a month of misery. Um, with us on this episode is Rembert Brown, who's writing, you may know, from uh, New York Magazine and uh, Grantland, RIP. And he also has written one of my favorite things on the internet. Um, um, if you're listening, um, pause this and immediately look this up. Uh, he took one photo of Nicki Minaj with some bar mitzvah boys and expanded on just this one photo for a good three to 4,000 words. I think it was about 6,000 words. <laughs> about 6,000 words. <laughs> it's a lesson to aspiring journalists out there that music writing can be anything. Yeah. You can really analyze works. a photo for 6,000 words. It's hilarious. You can just do it. I feel like I read it once a month. Shout out to the Hell Yeah Fucking Right video, which yeah. is about Drake's barbers. This is called a segue. That's what I just did. <laughs> Thank you. So yeah, yeah, so you've in addition right to Nicki now. Minaj and <laughs> Bar Mitzvah Boys, you've written about uh, Drake quite a bit, and I've noticed that you have written about Drake critically sometimes. I saw earlier this year you wrote something for Vulture called uh, "Discussion Over Nelly Was Bigger Than Drake." Uh, when you write like that about Drake, um, what's the reaction like? Do Drake fans come after you? Are they as like angry as the Swifties and the and the Beehive? You know, I don't really know what a diehard Drake fan looks like in yeah. person. Because I, I, at some point, there was a point where, uh, a, a sad point, when uh, I think Eric was like physically close to me during this point in my life, like mid-20s, um, going to shows every day, every evening, 
where like a lot of I was getting a lot of my emotional cues from Drake songs. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is what a cool twenty-five-year-old does. I need to. Uh, he was born eighty-six. I was born eighty-seven. I should probably, I should probably step it up a little bit. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it, he wasn't the best person always to be uh, trying to kind of getting your adult manhood cues from, yeah, but, <laughs> but. Um, so I kind of, I, I departed from that. So I don't really know what, like right now, 2017, what a diehard Drake fan, did they grow up with him? Or in my mind, I, they're all still 24. Yeah, Just a perpetually young fan base. Yeah. Like perpetually mid twenties. It's like, yeah. So I don't, um, I feel for me, it's always easy to be both like, applaud and be critical of someone who is literally the same age as you. Yeah. I have n- zero fear in my heart for Drake. Oh, oh and of Drake and anyone who is in his camp mm-hmm. that loves him um like it just doesn't matter. It's like you're you're literally just like someone that I could have grown up with. Right. So yeah. that's why I, I feel I, so safe to just like poke fun at him while you know, we can have this podcast. That's why we're doing this. But also know? give him credit every now and then. Oh, absolutely. Sure. Every mean, now and then. So I mean he's he's maybe the biggest artist in the world. Is that not a, it, it, maybe? Like he's up there. He's in the conversation. What about Michael Jackson? <laughs> well, I, I mean I think I don't I don't even want to. Okay, wait. Uh, I, I don't mean to. So Michael Jackson died. He died. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is this is a dark time. How is Elizabeth to... Taylor? Taking yeah, that. this is this. Oh, Drake. I see what we're doing. <laughs> Drake uh, cannot. Um, I, I, I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on this. Drake the performer. Drake the performer is is it well, Drake the performer is a great place to analyze this a little great. bit. Great. So, so the, the 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 subject today, I guess, that we're going to be addressing is um, the evolution of Drake's corniness, yes. which is something that is often discussed in the context around Drake, because there there are so many different kinds of Drake. There are so many different perceptions of him: um, soft Drake, like party Drake, hard Drake, whatever. Hard Drake, swole Drake, swole Drake. I love hard <laughs> Drake. It sounds like Mike's like, hard lemonade, like, like boner Drake. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for boner Drake. Yeah. I, but I think this is an interesting place to look at it because it's too late to change the title of the headline, the to title of the podcast, to boner Drake. Boner Drake. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're in the Drake zone and now in the bone zone. <laughs> Um, but I think, you know, if we're thinking about Drake's corniness, I, you know, I feel you. We're the same age, and, and so that means we're the same age as Drake. And I feel like I've always viewed him as a peer, as fucked up as that sounds. I've, I've, I've you said know? it out loud and written it before. It never, it never gets any better. If, it, 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 it's, it's terrible. Yeah. It's, I know why we're doing this yeah. podcast about corniness, because we're both corny as hell. So corny. Like, I've, I definitely have listened to Drake songs to motivate myself, like, on the way to work, you know? <laughs> like, getting fucking hyped for the day, and I'm just, like, gonna take it on. And, oh, I love this idea of, like, you know, you know in the, that office scene where Dr- Dwight Schrute goes into his car, closes the windows, and just, like, 
rocks out. You that's know? me every that's day you. with know yourself. Uh-huh. And, but then it's also there's the flip side where I can get intimate and like reflective and like sometimes. Intimate, sometimes you know? I pre- I pretend that everyone on the L train is the choir from Lord Knows, <laughs> and I am <laughs> the star. <laughs> and if I lift my arms, everyone on this train is going to just sing together. Yeah. He, I, it's it doesn't get any easier to admit these things. This no, is like therapy. It truly is. And I think this is why Drake is such a fascinating thing to talk about because it's really, you know, just a vehicle to talk about ourselves. <laughs> but <laughs> but but I think Drake the performer is a good place to start when we think about Drake's corniness because something that I would that I've always thought about. I so I've seen Drake a handful of times. One time I went to see him alone um, at, in New Jersey. Okay. <laughs> which is weird. Prudential Center? Um, yeah, the Prudential yeah. Center. <laughs> I was not was there, me, but I knew. Alone. It was a Nothing Was the Same tour. It was fucked up. Um, but the, that, what I noticed, I think it was then when I noticed it, is Drake does this thing on stage that's like, the like leaping thing like oh this like ba- like he like bounds across and he like throws his arms back like and, and 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 like sticks his chest out and like tries to look so fucking cool but he looks like such a cornball but then this is like the eternal conundrum of drake i'm like cheering really hard I'm like yeah like i feel it too you know like yeah it's like, like you're watching me. it's like you're watching someone like watching like gabby douglas do floor exercise or something like it's like it's like is the floor trampolined like why isn't he just why is he jumping so high and he's also he, he's also always um he's always looking like more north yeah. than he ever should like there's never like he's he's looking like he should be looking like 30 degrees, but he's always yeah. looking like 60 degrees. It's like a little too high. It's too high. And it doesn't make any sense. And, but again, <laughs> in, in my head, I'm like, where, what is he looking at? But I'm screaming. You're like, I've been running through the thing with my love. I feel you. Uh, it's yeah. fucked up. And I thought it would. I thought it would. T- I thought it would take way more episodes of this podcast to start criticizing the angle at which he looks. I thought that would be towards the end, scraping the bottom of the middle. I think about that all the time. Well, it's just like who? It's it, Drake is. I think I. What What's he doing? You know, like, what's he, what is he always doing? Like, what is he trying to, like, why is he sticking his chest out? Like, what's he always thinking about? Who told him it was cool? Yeah. I've always, like, like, think about this. Like, the clothes that I still own, Mm -hmm. that I wear, it's because at one point in my life, someone gave me a compliment. And it then became part of my permanent wardrobe. Mm -hmm. Even if it's not cool. I just, I'm still, like, I... There's some, I've gotten some got some validation yeah. that this is cool. Someone at some point was like, Drake, 60 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, done. Well, I want to know who is flooding his mind. Here's what I think. Like, just from observing Drake, he seems like the type of kid, because he's about us my age, too. Yeah. And, like, he seems like the kid who, when you were in seventh grade, eighth grade, Nobody really liked. I mean, nobody like he kind of teased him because he was kind of corny. But 
at his house, he had like all the best video games, and he had like a basketball hoop in his house, like a really nice. So you one. had like, to hang out with so him. So you like had to hang out at Drake's house, and it, like his mom had the best snacks. It was really cool to be there, but like really, you wouldn't have hung out with him unless he had like the newest NBA Jam and Mortal. Like Kombat you would have had so. a sleepover at his house. Especially if he wasn't in town. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about You're that. You're like, yo, like his mom's got all the Capri Sun. Like we don't know where right. Audrey, like, oh, like he's definitely a Capri Sun and Airheads. Aubrey went to sleep early. <laughs> yeah, let's let's keep hanging out. <laughs> but like when he went to sleep, you would dunk his hand in the warm. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. But so I think so. I think that he had he was surrounded by a group of people that he grew up with who not were like you know like pre-yes men like the kids tell, just kind of like putting up with him because like then they could play at his house with all his video games and like he probably had like a ping pong table in his house and stuff like that so I think like a lot of people just like pretended that they were friendly with him growing up and maybe that's where that false that bravado comes from yeah. he had the he bought his bravado <clears throat> he, he invited everyone in school to his bar mitzvah 100% like, every single person went like and it was probably it. dope because you got like cool take home shit. but yes. no one went to the, the the service no one went to oh, go no, hear no, him no, chant no. at no. all like everyone went straight to the party yeah very no gifts no one gave him a gift nobody and this is why I think it's Drake's always had this chip on his shoulder because of this I think like he he just feels like he needs to prove himself in some way hard Drake yeah that's you know and it's like there was that he hosted SNL Last year, and there was that good bit where he was like formulating like beef songs in his head, like based on like someone would like bump into him in the hallway, and he would like lean back, and like there'd be a monologue, and he'd be like rapping extremely (laughs) hard, like insulting them. And I think that Drake is like that. That that has been driving him like his frustration with he's that the fact that he's just kind of a spoiled middle upper middle class kid has like made him just try to be as fucking like I'm really cool yeah. can you just please recognize how cool I am if we if we all we should all just be like okay Drake you're cool yeah right you're, you're cool. cool like but you're, even like, if you said that he'd be like yeah I know but I'm cool and you're like yeah. okay and now I'm like okay I take it back you are not cool <laughs> If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. <laughs> he's definitely like had those tantrums hanging out with friends where he's just like, where everybody's had to be like, okay, um, sorry, man. I didn't. Like there's definitely a group text that he's on yeah. and then a second one with all the same people but he's not just on it. Just like clowning him. They're just like, like oh my oh, god. He said the, that emoji again, dude. Drake has <laughs> definitely got the text that's a screenshot of a text that he sent that they sent to him by accident oh, that was like, yo, look what Aubrey just sent. Oh shit. Uh, and then you're just like. And that's what back to back is really. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so Drake's corniness as you two are clearly like Drake scholars. Yeah. I'm just trying to learn here. Yeah. I'm learning the things that make Drake corny, his weird jump thing, his chest forward jump thing, yeah. his gaze towards towards up more up than more it up be. than normal. Uh, what what else is like? What about his like lyrics or or his songs? Is well, I think how this, does that come across? I mean, it comes. I think it comes into you know soft Drake, right? That's soft Drake, soft Drake. and like this discussion of like is Drake. I mean, we had a whole episode about this. We have to go down this path again, but like. Is he real hip hop or is he like that whole realm of like respect within the genre? And so Drake's corniness is just because he's like kind of this guy who's just trying to prove himself in this genre. I love Soft Drake. And because for me, it's more inner monologue Drake in his lyrics where he'll just like be super. Like like Drake would be a good feature writer. He like he does good color in the room. Like when he describes like the oysters and like the fork set, the silverware and like the, the I'm like gray wall. Yeah, and I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like why why what are you? You're you're telling us things that no one asked for. Over but, like the yeah 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 like over ambient like rain sticks. Yeah. But I I love well I think you even have to go back like this the fact that the. Like from song to song, you didn't know if you were gonna get rapping Drake or or crooner Drake. Yeah, right. Yeah. And sometimes he, it would be appropriate, but sometimes he would be like super aggressive in moments that <laughs> called for like calm. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, 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 like chill, man. Like, like come on, come on, man. Like, not, like we're all this is this is fine. Um, but I I have a I have a a, a grand appreciation for. Um, for introspective Drake, uh, like the 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 aggro, like like don't come to Toronto unless yeah. you like like bow down to my feet. Twenty one gun salute, Drake. It's the Drake that I like. I like. I don't just get off the bandwagon. I like dive with ankle weights like into the ocean and kill my like. I, I just I can't. I have a zero tolerance for for. Like violent Drake. Yeah, <laughs> you just can't buy I, it. I can't. It's I really can't. hard, but it's it. It works. To, when a guy busts out a lint roller, it's really hard to take him. Right. I mean, yeah. Threateningly, but he's like aware of how he looks doing that yeah. too. Which I, I also feel like, uh, just as someone that's uh, learning. Sure, <laughs> a novice, are. a Drake noob. I feel like something that people don't talk about enough is. Sometimes his moods are seasonal. <laughs> I feel like he's like Starbucks flavor. <laughs> like, I feel like in the winter he goes to Toronto and wears like the big down coat, which make him seem big. And he gets like real. He gets hard when he goes to Toronto. Mm-hmm. 
Like and like like the cold weather brings out like evil Drake. Yeah, it's like, mm. yeah, he's just like er, like scowling I'm with my dog. Yeah, it's just like outside. It's like yeah, like why are y'all standing outside? Just go yeah, inside. Just go but inside like nah, it's Toronto. Like we love the cold. Put like, a fire on. Like we're like on the other side of the wall. Or we're, we're we're White Walkers. Like I'm Drake. Like I'm hard. I don't get cold. Like Drake is the night king. Like man's not cold. Like, <laughs> like that's Drake. Drake. But then like in the summertime, he's just like. Like he's happy again and yeah he's just like trying to you know make world music yeah music for every country more life more <laughs> fucking life so I, I love mean, it do you think how how corny is Drake now versus like five years ago hmm so god uh I think Drake has gotten um more corny but I think he knows what he's doing. Like, yeah. I think he's in complete control of his brand. Like, one of my favorite Drake moments was when he hosted the ESPYs, and he was doing all these skits with Blake Griffin, and, like, it was... I thought he was even funnier on that than he was on SNL. He was just, like, him and Greg, Blake Griffin were, like, making fun of each other as, like, two ethically ambiguous people and it was very funny and he was making fun of himself and like he like came out and sang a song about like side chicks or something like it was it was it was i was like okay like he he understands that he wants to be appealing to everyone but like anyone that's trying to be universally anything is kind of corny right just like like everyone like inherently in order to appeal to everyone you have to just like accept the fact that like you're gonna have like these corny ass moments. So like I'm fine with Drake. Like Drake's corny the same way like a 30 year old is like, yo, I'm trying to like like yeah, I'll do that because like I, I want to make sure I, I'm getting like benefits and healthcare. <laughs> like I don't want to live in like a trap house forever. I want to live like I don't. I want an elevator in my building. Yeah. I don't want an eight four one k. Yeah, like you you're like you're corny because you're just thinking about what matters. Yeah. And if he wasn't, if he was, if he wasn't corny, I would kind of be a little worried. Like like Jay, like you remember when Jay got corny? Everyone got, was like, like dad corny. Yeah, yeah, everyone was like, damn, like Jay's dad corny. It's like, yeah, because Jay's a dad. Yeah, he's yeah. supposed to be corny. I want to. You think he's going to update his line about 140 characters in these oh streets God, now that so... we got 280 characters? Uh, I don't know. I mean, as you know, as someone that has 280 characters right wow. now. Wow. Brag about okay. it. Oh, you, by right. the time this airs, <laughs> probably everybody will you have did, it. You asked me if I, had, if I needed to plug anything. <laughs> the only thing I want to plug is that I have 280 characters. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, so what do you think? So Jay Z is like forty, right? Forty three like or forty eight, right? Jay Z, seventy nine. Jay's yeah. Jay was born one hundred and eighty years. I think old. Jay was born in the in he's the seven hundred years old. Jay's like he was born in the nineteen. Yeah, he's Jay was he's born after forty seven years old. He lives in a post moon landing world. <laughs> So we think yeah. that the government tells us. Was Jay born in the in the, in December, the 60s? December fourth, nineteen sixty nine. That's Jesus. Extreme. Um, nice. So wow. So he's forty seven. So he's hit Drake. He's hit like dad corny level, like galaxy brain uh, panel. But where is Drake gonna be when he's forty seven? Do you think he will have children by then? I think he'll have kids. I think he's going to be... I don't know if he's going to be making music anymore. It's in Drake's best interest, I think, that he doesn't make music when he's 40. Do you think he's going to start like transitioning to he's acting gonna be, or he's producing? He's going to be or? Vegas. 
<laughs> I have this theory too. I'm so happy you said this. <laughs> yes. Yes. I am he I am here for Vegas residency Drake. Cause you know who will be at those shows? Us. Yep. <laughs> it's like, oh taking your kids. Oh. You guys gonna watch and appreciate yeah. this. Like, sit right sit here. here. Sweetie, what You're do you want to do for our anniversary? Let's go see Drake <laughs> in Vegas. He's gonna do hotline bling. He's gonna talk about his woes. We're, we're his woes. Like I wanna do I want I like Back I'm in my day, apologist. children, we had hundred and forty characters <laughs> on Twitter. That's what this song is about. Oh my god. But he but um, you know, he he's got that like that I, I'm a views apologist, and the reason is because the songs on there that are like like Feel No Ways, that are like, kind of like lounge singer Drake, like I fucking love those uh, songs. It's like it's like, cabana it's like, music. It's, so that's gonna be him. He's Tom yeah. Jones. He's Tom, Tom Jones. Tom Jones from the Six. From the Six. Yeah. The Six God in Vegas. Forty nights. He's making perfect. Like I I remember when. Uh, uh, hold on, we're going home. Yeah. The, the long ass title. It's called. Um, I remember when that um, that came out. Like the first year that I was going to like a shit ton of weddings, and I like I like heard that song hit at a wedding, and like everyone was like two stepping. I was like, oh, this is it. This is it. Like this is this, this is this is like timeless music. Like you can play. Like like the way like uh, the way you move by Big Boy is like that song is Could have been written. the eight yeah, hundredth yeah. best Outcast song and may outlive time. Yeah. Like may outlive <laughs> ears. Like yeah. that is that is a song that will be nostalgic and like can the the more our hips start to break down like we can still I wish that the listeners could see us because we're kind of dancing <laughs> you're, right you're, now. yeah yeah like, <laughs> you guys are going to be dancing and it's going to be the type of thing at a wedding where you're just like oh look grandpa's dancing grandpa's dancing the like kind of the best part about Drake though is that I can track my own evolution as a writer based off of the way I've talked about him like I can just like openly admit that I am like I I said this to you earlier Dan it's like my my corniness is running parallel to yeah. his and if it wasn't like something would like years ago I was like I was trying to be 25 year old I was trying to be 25 forever mm-hmm. as was he um sometimes I think he slips back into wanting to be 25 guess who else does that I do you know so I well I, they I say what say, you hate about people is what you see yourself reflected in them and I think that's what we got a big case of right here absolutely I mean and I will say that this is like you are a perfect Drake listener and Drake fan because the fact that your favorite thing about Drake is something about yourself is like, <laughs> it's so perfect. Because I feel, I mean, I feel the same way. <laughs> well, um, that's our time for this episode, believe it or not. <laughs> um, I want to just thank Rembert Brown for being on. You're at, at Rembert on Twitter. At Rembert. Not even Brown. I got the... You got yeah. in early. So, so you have a short, you get the short handle and the long tweets. Long You tweets, got it all. Short handle, um... Unverified. Shout out. Ooh, that's a trade off. Wow, damn. You get the 280, but you're. That's kind of sick, though. It's like punk. It's it's the last. It's the last non corny thing about me. It's the last true expression of punk. Yeah. Once I once I uh, get verified, that's that's when I put out my uh, uh, my hold on, we're going home. That's when I do it. I I I give in. Well, this has been at Rembert at Eric Sunday at Dan Ozzy. And this is October's very own, the podcast about Drake. Thanks for listening.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 